So what do you tell young patients that have disease, but they just can't understand why they do? There's a lot of times where you see a patient, like for example, um, a few weekends ago, I was rounding and at one of the hospitals where I go, there was a young patient. It was a uh, 33 year old female, something in that range, maybe a little more, maybe a little, little less. Otherwise healthy, works out, eats right, Mediterranean style diet or whatever. You know, she said she eats super, super clean, but, and this is a huge but, her blood pressure is like 200, 180, 190, 200, 210, somewhere in that range. And she just couldn't understand what she was doing wrong. She had just given a baby or had given birth. She had preeclampsia, which is high blood pressure surrounding uh pregnancy and uh just couldn't wrap her mind around like why do i have high blood pressure i'm not fat i'm not overweight i'm not lazy i work out i'm healthy enough to have given birth i'm healthy enough for pretty much everything else why on earth do i have this problem why do i have high blood pressure so the the there's a lot of different ways to respond to this number one you have to explain to patients that look blood pressure 95% of the time is genetic. It's called essential hypertension. It's genetic. It's not anything you actually did wrong. You can cut out all the salt you want, lose all the weight you want, be healthy, be super active, eat really, really healthy food. And there's not a whole lot that we can do other than you just need blood pressure medications. Unfortunately, there are some genetic disorders and genetic diseases, and some people just need this. Um, you definitely don't want to dismiss their feelings. And it took me a while. I had to talk to her for a while. I'm like, listen, I know this is hard for you. And, and you have to acknowledge that. Like, listen, I know this is difficult to understand and it's difficult to wrap your mind around it. And it, and it felt, and to me, it felt like she was frustrated with the fact that she had done everything right and continues to do everything right. Despite all of that, she has high blood pressure and it made no sense to her which I completely understand. If I was 30 years old and I was the healthiest person on earth playing sports, working out, eating right, being healthy, and I ended up with high blood pressure and it just won't go away no matter what I did, and it landed me in a hospital in the emergency room, I would be like, what the hell? You know, like this is frustrating. So acknowledge those feelings and emotions. I told her, listen, you need to get out of your own head. You are not doing anything wrong. You're not overeating, you're not under-exercising, you're not out of shape, you're not any of these things. You are doing what I would want all of my patients to actually do. All the stuff you're doing now at age 30 will prevent you from needing me when you're like 40, 50, 60, and 70. However, you have a genetic condition called essential hypertension. You have high blood pressure and it is just not going to get better. I don't know how else to put this, but you just need to get out of your own head. Stop blaming yourself. Stop holding yourself responsible for this. You did not give this to yourself. If anything, you're doing everything to make it go away. You are doing everything right and correct to fix this problem, but it is uh, genetic. So the number one thing I would say when you have young and healthy patients that otherwise have disease that is not going away despite doing everything right, number one, you have to acknowledge their feelings. Don't be dismissive. Don't gaslight them. Don't be just like, nah, it's okay. You know, you just need some pills. Do not dismiss it. You have to acknowledge 
that you understand this problem and you feel for them. Be empathetic, be compassionate. Number two, obviously use simple enough language to explain this problem. You don't want to sit there and be like, well, you know, some people have this reticular activating system and the renin-angiotensin-aldosterone response biofeedback cycle. Like, just stop. The more techno babble and medical babble you use, they tune you out because they're just like, what the heck is this person saying? I do everything right. I have no idea what they're saying. This sounds way too complicated and it makes them feel kind of even worse. So avoid the techno babble. They teach you this in business too. Stop using techno babble. Just explain in simple words, what is the solution? What is your solution to their problem? All right, that is that is one of the most important things. The next thing you really need to do is you need to assure them that they're not going to be alone. Luckily, this person had a spouse or a loved one there and I was there and I'm like, listen, I'm going to be your physician forever if you want me to. I will be there to support you and help you. I'm not going to judge you. No matter how you think of this, we're going to make this better together. Maybe at some point in the future, it does go away. I don't know. But currently, you're doing everything right and your blood pressure is 210. You will absolutely have a stroke or a heart attack, some kind of end organ damage, meaning blindness, amputations, whatever. And I'm not saying that as like fear mongering. I'm not trying to scare you. Although like some people need to be scared a little bit in order to comply. You just got to read the crowd and know your audience, but I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just telling you, this is how it is. We can wait five, 10, 15 years and you'll come back with like the bottom of your leg missing. You're stroked out in a wheelchair, living in a nursing home. That's not how you should talk to people. But I know some people that do that just to kind of like scare people into compliance. So you don't want to do that. You just want to reassure them you're not alone. I'm here to help you. Not going to be a problem. Um, The next thing you want to do, this is probably like number three or four, is you want to focus on the positive. Like, look, you might have this one genetic thing where you have high blood pressure. But the good news is you're super young and healthy. You're active. You're working out. You're eating right. I wish 99.99% of my patients would do that. And they don't. You are doing all of the things that I wish the rest of my patients would actually do. So find something positive to focus on to take their mind off of the negative and how horrible they're feeling for having this problem because they're blaming themselves for it when they absolutely really should not be. Um, Also, another one, I, I don't know, we're on five, six, maybe remind them that they are strong. Like, look. We're going to overcome this. You're a strong person. You're very strong because you're actually lifting weights and you're working out and you're doing all the right things. But you're not alone. We're going to get through this. You're strong. You're actually here, which means you know you need help. You're not going to try to fight this alone. You're not going to keep ignoring it and pretending it doesn't exist because you're supposedly young and healthy and nothing bad happens. You're attacking this problem and we're here to help you. So that's another one. Um, obviously offer support, which I, I may have mentioned already, be as supportive as possible. But it, but but when it happens, like something just triggers you. Like when, when I see these patients, just the way they're talking about their problem, the look in their eye, the look in their face, they're so frustrated. They think they did something wrong. They can't wrap their head around it. Like, why is this happening to me? Why am I not able to overcome this myself? Why do I need help? Why did I... How, why am I over? Why am I over the blood pressure norms? Why am I like doing this? Like, like you know, I'm, I'm doing everything right. Like, part of it is 
really truly just acknowledging that I understand how you're feeling, being empathetic about it and saying, okay, let's see what we can do about it. Let's move on. Not like let's move on like in a negative way, but let me refocus this into a way that we can help you so that this doesn't become a problem uh, going forward. The other thing is you want them, you want to encourage them to seek help. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I, I know a lot about counseling patients because I counsel patients literally every day. Been doing that like 20 to 50 patients a day for the last 12, 15 years, whatever. Um, well, actually longer than that, really, since 2001, maybe? 2002, I don't remember. Um, but definitely assure them that, listen, uh, we'll get you to a place that someone can help you work through your feelings. Because working through your feelings is not easy. For a lot of people, we we, we look at ourselves and we're, we know how to deal with our own feelings. Um, some people don't. They do not know what their feelings even mean, how to approach them, why they're feeling this way, how to attack their feelings, not attack in a bad way, but like, how do you live with these feelings and what do they mean and how to redirect them into that positive uh, thinking that I was talking about earlier. And that's one big, huge thing that I talk about a lot in my mindset course. And it's totally free. Go to drallo.net slash mindset. The links are always in the description. There's always a link. You click on it. And there's a whole bunch of cool, awesome, free stuff that you really should get. I mean, people people pay thousands of dollars for stuff like this, but it's totally free. But go 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 uh, do the mindset course. It's free. It's like 23 minutes, 24 minutes, something like that. But give them uh, the option that to you'll help them find a correct type of medical provider or advisor, whoever they need. But this is one of the hardest things also dealing with people online, they are always critiquing, they're hard on themselves. They're, or they like think they're super young and invisible or invincible and healthy and they're Superman or Superwoman and that nothing can ever get them as long as I eat healthy and work out and eat right, nothing's going to get me. Well, whoops, you have a genetic disorder. Sorry about that. You're uh, only going to live to about 25 if you don't do something about it. So unfortunately, that denial, the anger... The all of those phases that we talk about, uh, grieving, denial, anger, you're upset, you can't believe this is happening to you, all that stuff, people go through those emotions and you have to know uh, how to deal with it and how to approach it with each patient. And the patients themselves, you got to give yourself grace. You're, you're 30 years old. You work out, you eat right, you don't eat a lot of salt, you're doing everything right. Give yourself some grace. Forgive yourself. You did not give this to yourself. This is what it is. This is genetics. Blame your mom and dad if you want to, whatever. But give yourself, be compassionate to yourself. Give yourself some grace and for learn to forgive yourself and, and move, move forward in a way that is positive without dwelling on this one thing uh, that you may have. So if you like this podcast, please share it with all of your friends. Climbing up the charts quickly. Um, we're in the top 20 in medicine. I, hopefully, maybe we'll get to number one one day. Actually, that's my goal. We're going to get to number one one day. And it's not going to happen without you guys sharing this and telling people. So let's get to number one. I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.